0: It's 5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. We will, we will rock you. <laughs> hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates.
1: Welcome into the Patrick Johnson show. Ben B Baby Barn back at it again, filling in for the team, man as he gets ready for ECU Women's Basketball tonight in Midgee's Coliseum. They get ready for their conference opener against Tulsa. He's coming in with 10 wins. ECU Women's Basketball off to a great start. Have nine wins on the season so far, much like the ECU men's basketball team that tips off the night at 6 o'clock. Be sure to check it out on ESPN Plus. It's Patrick Johnson will be on the call. Some breaking news from ECU football. Broke a little bit last night, about an hour after we went off the air. WNCT, the first to report this. Three ECU football players have announced they will be leaving the program. The first one, starting on offensive lineman Noah Henderson, decided that he will opt out of his final year with one year of eligibility left to declare for the NFL draft, along with cornerback Demel Hickman, who announced he's entered the transfer portal. And then uh, the biggest one I would say besides Noah Henderson is a gyro Wilson, kind of a safety cornerback, even a linebacker hybrid uh, announced he'll be transferring with one year of eligibility left. Uh, Snagged a team high three interceptions this past season, along with 46 tackles, definitely a huge loss. Um, It poses an interesting argument here that I saw on Twitter making the rounds. First of all, uh, let me welcome in Chris Cook on the Ones and Twos of yeah. alongside me. But it poses an interesting argument that kind of or debate that sprung up on Twitter among Pirate fans, and uh, they were wondering if NIL and the transfer portal will hurt a school like ECU. First, uh, I'm going to get your opinions on that. Does the transfer portal and NIL help help or hurt a team like ECU?
2: I, I think it purely depends on like the amount of money that the university is like able to like if you're able to convince an athlete like if you come to ecu you will get a good amount of nil uh like deals and money then i think it would help but i'm not entirely convinced that we're able to do that if i'm being completely honest okay all right philip
3: i think it hurts us i mean we have not really very many notable alumni I mean, Sandra Bullock doesn't claim us, Vince McMahon, whatever. Um, On top of that, there's (laughs) not Vince McMahon, whatever. I mean, like, (laughs) my my, my point is is their their attitude towards ECU. And then you view it as like, I mean, like around here, we're in a small town. There's not a lot of big-time, you know, money to go around to give these kids. So, yeah, the Power Five will always have more money, and then you've got certain schools that are non-Power Five that may have that Number one alumni or that business that's based out of that city. Uh, there's no corporate businesses that were founded here. No alumni that really claim us that will throw a bunch of money at the program. So I think it definitely hurts us.
1: Well, I'll pose an interesting yeah. counter argument here. The transfer portal with the new rules hasn't hurt us that much so far because you look at the athletes we've actually brought in the transfer portal. Guys like Isaiah Winstead, huge contributor this year. Avery Jones, that center. I think he should have been an All Conference center this year. Julius Wood, another guy that should have been an all-conference, had some big plays for this year and played really well at the safety position. Jalen Johnson had some big games and some big-time touchdowns for us. So we've worked out pretty well in the transfer portal so far. Another guy, Ryan Jones, declaring for the draft, um, was had made an impact of the tight end position. And uh, let's not forget, the tight end position was really irrelevant for a couple years here at ECU under Scottie in the first couple years under Mike Houston. Ryan Jones kind of changing that. Even though I feel like they didn't utilize him like they should have, they still he made an impact, had some big games. I think he's one of the better tight ends in college football. not going to say top ten or anything, but I think he definitely has some draft potential. Among many other guys on the defensive end or the defensive side of the football, I look at it this way. The mentality I think ECU needs to have is that with all these new NIL deals and the transfer portal, guys at the P5 or the P5 Power 5 level are going to feel like they're getting overlooked due to these big-time transfers and maybe some prospects coming in, they're going on playing play in time, and they might have to turn to a group of five school. And I think ECU's really got to pound and um, really take advantage of that. I know they have a uh, prospect-first, high school recruiting-first type of mentality, but it's always good to use the transfer portal to kind of get the finishing touches on the program. And I think it actually can play um, to ECU's advantage, the fact that these guys on the Power Five level – are getting overlooked at bigger programs. That's kind of what happened with Ryan Jones. Was that Oklahoma played linebacker? We get him at ECU, moving to tight end. He made an impact among many other guys. So uh, I think that's the way we got to look at it if you're a Pirate fan. Um, It hasn't hurt us so far, so I I like to believe that it's not going to hurt us moving forward.
2: Yeah, because the names you just mentioned uh, where you were listing all the All those guys were huge guys. Major contributors. Every single one that you listed, major contributors.
3: See, I agree that it has helped us, and in a way it will continue to help us. But at the end of the day, with the portal being the way it is and NIL being the way it is, it's going to help the schools at the top the most. It's going to maybe even out for schools in the middle. We're a middle school because we're you know we're a group of five. Yep. And it's going to really hurt the teams at the bottom, like the FCS and the D2 level. So we're going to be able to pull from the FCS and D2 level. Yes, some Power Five guys are be overlooked. But the minute you're good at ECU, you know,
1: yeah, Missouri's going to come calling, right? That, or, yeah. You know,
3: whatever. So uh, that's the problem is we will lose a lot of guys to even – uh, you know, middle of the pack, power five teams like a Missouri or, I mean, heck right down the road at Wake Forest or something.
1: I'm not against that because I feel like that's sustainable year, for, um, from year to year. If you're really good at the recruiting aspect of things, recruiting out of the high school ranks, you can get those finishing touches year to year, much like how we've done, where they could play here a year, fill out the pieces that you need to really address while basing your team on high school recruiting. So I'm not necessarily against that. As unsustainable as it sounds, I think it's very sustainable for ECU. They're in a good spot, coming off a bowl win, back-to-back bowl seasons. Um, so if we can carry over that momentum as long as we're under Mike Houston, um, I think uh, it can play in our favor. And go back to your point, there's not a lot of NIL money to go around. I disagree because there's a lot of big businesses here in Greenville. I think it was a matter of uh, who wants to invest in an ECU football program that hasn't been relevant in the past few years. Now they're relevant, and you see how much Greenville has changed. This is a city or as a town as a, as a whole. These businesses are going to want to invest in NIL deals now. I think so. And the, the, uh, the, the guy, the higher-ups, the guys that are really in charge of the program, the athletic department, have made that a huge point of emphasis. And I think we're going to see things change in our direct, direction that benefit us when it comes to NIL. Uh, make no mistake about it. Don't judge these past or these first couple years of NIL – and the lack thereof here at ECU um, for what's going to happen potentially moving forward with NIL. I think businesses are going to be willing to invest now, now to see this program's relevant. You can trust it; it's not too much of a risky investment, and uh, it's good for your business, quite frankly.
3: Well, I misspoke earlier. Steve Hill uh, tweeted at me and said that Hardy's was founded in Greenville, and he said, let's get some burger NILs. Well, over, I'm with him. Overton's I'm with you, Steve.
1: Well. Overton's as well is a big one. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a couple of businesses founded in Greenville that are huge, and there's a couple of smaller businesses, big corporate businesses here in Greenville that I think are, might be willing to invest. I mean, Town Bank's another one. Town B- Bank is a huge one.
2: Yeah, so really what it comes down to is it's up to the businesses to make this happen. Not trying to put it all on them, but like if they come calling, it sounds like we'll get more guys willing to transfer.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um and uh at the end of the day, you can use ECU as almost like a pitch, pitching yourself. You do really good at ECU, get some bowl wins, you become an impact player through the transfer portal, then your final year you can transfer elsewhere and go to a bigger program and get that those NIL deals. So even if there's a lack of NIL deals, it's still a chance to market yourself and get yourself in a position in the future to make that money elsewhere. I think it all evens out back to what you said, where you think it, um, it doesn't benefit the lower programs. This is why I like the new college football playoff model, because at least those group of five schools, we know if the new model have a chance to get in and potentially make a run and win the national championship now with the expanded college football playoff model. So I I think it all counterbalances out. I think it all balances out, and it's kind of a half-glass-full, half glass emptied kind of deal here with ECU.
2: Yeah, because even if we know and even if the school knows, like, say the 12th seed in the new 12-team playoff, even if they know that the first game that they play in this playoff, they're going to kill them. Saying, like, we made the playoffs in college football, like, that's just going to – I don't know. That's just such a, like, high motivator.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Feel free to call in for your thoughts 252-561-4263. This is a very welcoming environment. As long as you don't like the if you don't like the Miami Choir Boys, then it's going to be a problem. Nonetheless, it's you so, can call in. We're very welcoming. We're very nice.
2: It's so welcoming that call or else.
1: <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Come on, else. don't scare him. Don't <laughs> scare him. Welcome into the Patrick Johnson show. We're filling in for the P man as he gets ready for ECU Women's basketball tonight. Um ECU men's basketball coming off a loss in their conference opener against Temple, and a heartbreaker. Uh, They'll play this weekend, actually tomorrow, against Wichita State at Wichita. Men's basketball looking for their first win on the road against Wichita State. A very tough place to play, even when they're not in their premier um, form. So that would definitely be interesting. I think that win would be a huge marquee first signature win, really, for Mike Schwartz in terms of conference play. Going to be a big game, so stay tuned um, tomorrow and check us out. Coverage begins at 3 o'clock. Local pregame coverage of our Pirate Game Day countdown. Philip Pilkington holding this down and get you ready for the game. Network coverage begins at 3.30 with the voice of the Pirates, Jeff Charles and Coach Michael Perry. And then tip-off begins at 4 o'clock as they bring you live play-by-play coverage with the ECU Sports Network and PlayFly Sports. On the other side will look at today's headlines around sports in general. That comes up next here on the Patrick Johnson Show. miss a moment.
4: Remember, there will be a test.
0: You can log on to the brand new 94.3 thegamecom for the podcast of the PJ show. Plus what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe and the latest on the ECU pirates. Log on today at the brand new 94.3 thegamecom You
5: are dismissed. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. Pro Football Hall of Famer and three time champion. Trust me, I know about joint pain.
6: Pro Football's all time leading rusher Emmett Smith talks about chronic joint pain and exciting new regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics.
7: I know what it's like to fight through pain, but now you and I, we have
6: help QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced, all natural regenerative medicine that can give you lasting relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Do you suffer with constant pain from arthritis or injury? Pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, or lower back? Don't assume steroids, pain. Pain meds and surgery are your only options. Regenerative, restorative, natural solutions are now available. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation and learn how regenerative medicine can repair and restore damaged joint tissue. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call
0: QC Kinetics. 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-7246. 252 252-765- 765
4: Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing
0: Service.
5: All loans subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash. In most circumstances,
4: exceptions may apply.
7: Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla, down to Wilmington, to Kenston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So Jim, well what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in Eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies, and markets we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern north carolina with their personal lines their commercial lines their life and health needs or their small business needs we continue to hear more and more about town insurance and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today how about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern north carolina what would you say to them come to town today what's the telephone number 756-8300
0: Fireball.
5: Fire, your S- friend in the car business at Fireford and Lincoln and ECU alumni. I'm excited about the ECU football season, and I want to wish the Pirates great success and a great season. Here's some limited savings for you Pirate fans. Mention this ad and save $500 off any new or used vehicle at any location. Stop by and limp, in Limb, Sinkin' the reason, and always open online Ford at Fireford.com. Lincoln, Let's go, to Pirates.
0: Your friend in the car business. you right. Baseball lives right here Go! on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94.3, the game.
1: Welcome back to the Patrick Johnson Show. Ben B. Baby Barm, holding it down for the P-Man three days straight. Not a record, but we're looking for it. No, no, no. P-Man will be back next week. Um, Welcome back in. Felt the ref, Pilkington, alongside me. Um, Chris Cook on the ones and twos. Um, Some sad news to report here today. Former ECU AD Terry Holland was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, Terry Holland made a big impact for this program. Um, First, kind of one of his first moves as AD, he removed John Thompson, which was a horrible tenure for ECU football. You think Scotty Moe was bad. The John Thompson tenure was downright awful. He inserted Skip Holtz after that, arguably one of the greatest ECU football head coaches we ever had here in Greenville. So our thoughts and prayers are with Terry Holland and his family. Definitely sad news to hear there. On the bright side, we got some great news. Um, they were the preseason AAC or ACC favorites. According to a lot of people, they were going to win the national championship. Then it was they were going to win the conference championship. Then it was, well, we're going to get in a really good bowl game. Then it was, well, at least we beat UNC. Now it's – I don't even know what they, they got to hang on to now. NC State in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl loses to Maryland 16-12. to They came into that game ranked 25th in the country and just an abysmal day for NC State. Ben Finley filling in at the quarterback position, 269 passing yards, <laughs> two interceptions, couldn't get anything going on the ground. Their leading rusher had 14 yards on non-carries in Jordan-Houston. Michael Allen, the J.H. Rose uh, alumni – our alumnus alumnus, uh, coordinator I got, Greg Fussell, um, and Greenville native, Michael Allen, three carries on five yards. So really just an all-around abysmal day for NC State, and you love to see it. Would have liked to see a big game by Michael Allen, but nonetheless, I'll take a state loss any day of the week.
3: No, I'm with you. And, you know, you brought up you don't know what happened with NC State. I can tell you what happened. They couldn't score points. This team <laughs> yeah. played 13 games this board, year. Yeah. They did not allow opponent to score more than 30 points. They're 8-5. and five. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't from a lack of defense. They just couldn't score. And uh, Maryland had struggled this year against ranked teams. They were 0-3 coming into this game against ranked opponents, got their first win. So uh, it was fun to watch that.
1: It wasn't like uh, Maryland on the offensive end did anything crazy Tua's little brother, Tyla, I guess his name is. Who cares? Um, 221 passing yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, you look at the Russian, 24 carries, 65 rushing yards. Averaging 2.7 yards a carry, their leading rusher, Roman Hemby. Um, and it's kind of weird to see those stat lines on the offensive end and think you want a ball game. So, yeah, not a good look for NC State, and nobody wants to play for Sleepy Dave. Um, yeah, speaking. Yeah, go ahead. Where are you going to say, Chris? They, they
2: suck, and I'm glad they lost. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, today.
1: Dave Dorn, I can't imagine wanting to play for that guy. NC State might get hit by the NI, um, NIL and transfer a portal. Who wants to play for that bum scrub school? <laughs> uh, moving on, also got some sad news from wrestling. Chris might be familiar with this guy. I know Steve Hill, if he's listening, should be familiar. Former TNA commentator, one of my favorites, uh, Don West passed away earlier today. Uh, he was also famous for being on the QVC network. He would try to sell you like a baseball card that's worthless now in the nineties. So
2: yeah, he was only fifty nine years old. Yeah, crazy. Don
1: West, one of my favorites. I used to like to watch his promo videos when he's trying to sell like this garbage TNA merch, but he was selling it like a champ. I love Don West, kind of. Disappointed to hear that today.
2: Yeah, I always think about that. Um, it's a really viral video. Of the guy like scaling the top of the cage, he looks Skipper. And Don oh, West that's a great is like, one. Are you
1: kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. Don West, one of the most underrated uh, wrestling commentators of all time, I would say. Of course, yeah. He's yeah. up there for mm-hmm. me. Looking at the ESPN headlines of the day, it's always fun to look at these. Um, Ronaldo joins a Saudi club. Nice. Who cares? Eagles still mulling a quarterback choice. hurts is doubtful. Garner meant you, Tom, baby. You can win with him. Why is that man not a starter in the NFL? I don't know, and
2: he's got no lack of enthusiasm. Have you seen that? Uh, this is another viral video, of him with his dad after that one yeah. Eagles win, yeah, where he's a great he's one. almost like beating him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hey, great no one.
3: lack of enthusiasm. You clearly never saw that dude walking around campus when he went here. Yeah, I, I, I mean know. Phillips got some know.
1: personal like interaction.
3: Well, I mean, I just saw him a couple times on campus. The dude looked depressed. I was I was really just wanting to go give him a hug and be like, "It's okay, man." <laughs> I don't know what he was depressed about. Probably because we booed him off the field, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I liked
1: Gardner with ECU. He yeah. was, I think he was better than Thomas Sir no, no well, Thomas Cirk wasn't Sirk. supposed
3: to be a start. Like we should have used Thomas Cirk the way Duke had used he him. He was a Scotty to be a guy. Wildcat guy, and they tried to use him as a real quarterback. I tell you what, Thomas
1: Cirk had an arm though. He had a cannon. Yeah, but he wasn't. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why he not?
3: was a. He was a. We're on our own forty, and there's two seconds left in the game. What quarterback do we want to throw the hail mary? Wasn't he Thomas playing Sirk?
1: tight end sometimes with Duke before he even transferred?
3: Yeah, he was like he was Duke's Taysom Hill. He was like a gadget works. type guy. Yeah, yeah it
1: was. Because they had a real quarterback, though. Another Scotty Mo blunder there. All right. I'll don't mention Scotty Mo there. If this is a drinking game, take a shot here. All summer, bring up the Peach Bowl. So take another one. Um, another one. This is kind of an interesting story. Blaine Gabbard, backup quarterback for the Bucks, helps uh, victims in a helicopter crash while he was uh, out jet skiing. So him and his brothers were jet skiing. And helicopter crashes and falls into the ocean. And they uh, quickly save the day on some jet skis and uh, help this family. Very interesting. Very, that's something out of a movie. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah, Blaine Gabbert. I have a Blaine Gabbert jersey, believe it or not. Jags jersey. I got it at wow. a Goodwill. Yeah, it was like three bucks, but a really nice jersey. I wear it whenever the Jags play and the Panthers are not playing.
2: Oh, yeah, because your dad, you said, is a big Jaguars fan. Yeah, right? he's a big
1: Trevor Lawrence guy now. I think the Zay Jones connection helps. Uh, he's done with the Panthers, but now, he's a big Sam Darnold guy. So now that Sam Darnold's back and they're finally giving him some play. They're reeling they, him back in now. He likes Steve Wilkes as well. It seems like um, – Old David Tepper, old Uncle Dave, another Uncle Dave, is like a little bit more hands-off here towards the end of the season. I think it's the best thing that could have ever happened for the uh, Panthers here of late. Panthers control their destiny now. Have to win out, beat the Bucks here this Sunday, and uh, beat the Saints, which is very, be- very doable. Saints in an odd spot now. I've noticed they've been running a two-quarterback system, which does not equate to winning whatsoever. Uh, Saints, Saints. Sean Payton. Wonder where they're going. Where Sean Payton's going to end up? Denver. Oh, uh, yeah, I could see Denver. I could see Denver. Probably Denver. Yeah, that, that, that's that's probably what it's going to be. But I could see a lot of head coaching vacancies coming up here. Cardinals. Yeah. Colts.
3: But it seems like Denver's got kind of got their stuff together, with the
1: exception of quarterback. I mean,
3: yeah. If you're going to inherit any of those programs, you kind of got to rebuild the Cardinals and the Colts. Well, I don't know. Maybe not the Colts,
2: but. I don't See, I want Jeff Saturday to stay the coach. I love Jeff Saturday.
1: No. As the analyst? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, but... and that's worthy of being a head coach in the NFL? Uh,
2: he's just such a stand-up guy. Like He, he said he it sucks. best himself. He's a he leader stinks. of men. Like You get yeah, behind this guy. You know what I mean? He could be
3: like an assistant head coach that's there's the hype man, but no, no. He
1: literally had no head coaching experience whatsoever. No,
3: man, he coached that high school team. They went three and seven. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't even know that. Look, that's what that Phillip's either. for mm-hmm. right there. Philip. He always is the king of obscure stats there, obscure little tidbits. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Carolina
3: got beaten basketball today is what else we got. Oh, they yeah, lost did, the They lost to
1: Pitt. Yeah, they seem to always struggle with Pitt every single year. Pitt always has their number. Pitt, uh, interesting program of the ACC when it comes to basketball. Um, hey, I, I, I'm waiting for them to win the ACC. I think it's very possible in the near future, but it could be a deal with the no. transfer portal could kill them.
3: Jeff Capel's is not a good coach. He's a great recruiter. What? I like he Jeff was, Cable. Look, man, trust me. You know, I like. I know Duke, you're a Duke guy, so, dude. Yeah. He was the one that recruited all those. You know, got Duke on the big time recruiting. You know, there in the in the late 2010s, early or sorry, late 2000s, early 2010s. But he has not proved to be a good head coach so far. I mean, it's it's been bad. They've. You know, not reached expectations every year that he's been there. But hey, they're ten and four right now, and three and zero in league play. So they, they usually do really well during but... the
1: regular season. I'll give them that much. Yeah. Um, here we're
3: playing on the first day of the NCAA or the ACC tournament. They're not. They're not <laughs> doing. It. They're like the fourteen seed every year. Yeah,
1: they usually. They're all right. They're a chippy team. I don't mind Pitt. Um, they're 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 fun to watch. Um, we got another interesting NFL stat here. A um, record was broken today. Um, 64 starting quarterbacks have played this year in the 2022 season. That is an NFL record. And the latest is Arizona Cardinals quarterback, David Blow will start on Sunday. Blow, excuse me. He's a bum. Doesn't matter. Starts on Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons in place of Colt McCoy. Um, So, yeah, NFL record there. I wonder why that is. (coughs) I I liken it to everybody's trying to find their next quarterback, even if it's on their roster. Um, That's been a big point of emphasis uh, here recently. And uh, I think teams got to understand we got to go back to the development approach where you draft a guy and they have to sit two years. I mean, even Mahomes had to sit for most of his first season before he ever saw any playing time. Yeah, he played That's the a last quite game. Success, yeah. So I think they need to kind of look towards that and look towards that approach. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yep. Yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, when you look and. At a lot of the great quarterbacks of all time. I mean, Favre didn't Young. start out as a starter. Young. Well, Dan he Rogers. was in Tampa, and that was bad. And then he and then he just left. Played
1: by bon Joe Montana for a bit. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, Rodgers, like I said, Favre, Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, and then, but then the guys who don't fall into this list were drafted, weren't good at the beginning. Like Peyton threw thirty interceptions as a rookie year, and they didn't just put him on the shelf after a bad rookie season, and they continue to develop and
1: work with them. That goes back to this. Yeah, yeah. that's another problem of why we have so many different starting quarterbacks.
2: I think that's a huge problem in the NFL is that if a guy has, like, a string of bad games, especially when they're, like, really young, they're like, okay, I'm done with this guy. Next guy, I'll bring him out.
1: happened to Josh Rosen, and I was never a big Josh Rosen fan even come out of the draft, but that guy really never even had a chance in the NFL, really, when you look at it. Not to say he was great with the Cardinals, but he had, like, barely a season. They're like, all right, we're done with him. Move on. A um, couple other quick headlines here that might catch your attention. Uh, Sunny Dykes, TCU will honor Mike Leach with a pirate flag sticker. Mike Leach, a big fan of the um, Pirates, not ECU, but just Pirates in general. That's been a kind of a trend. A couple of teams have got on here recently. Mike Leach, one of the legendary coaches in the college football ranks, the originator and the innovator of the air raid offense. Um, I miss Mike Leach, man. One of my favorite sound bites. Just a fun coach. And uh, Mike Gardner Minshew can kind of credit his NFL success and him getting an NFL shot to Mike Leach, who was his head coach at Washington State, when they had that really good year where they finished in the top ten. So
3: Come on, Ben, you threw the word kind of in there? There ain't no kind of yeah. about it. Well, yeah, It's it sounds 100%. Like, it sounds like he's about to get a chance
1: here soon. I want to see him as a starting quarterback, like a legit starter. But, you know, everybody's looking for their next big thing in the draft, so who knows. Or they're looking in free agency. I could see somebody – what team would he really fit with as the starter? Panthers. Okay, okay. But I, I see I, that. I, I, if you're going to make a move like that, I'd rather you stick with Sam Darnold, though. See, I'm a Sam Darnold guy. I like him. I like him, yeah. I, I didn't mean, like I him in college. Was, was, yeah, I didn't like him out of college. I didn't like him with his couple early tenures in the Panthers. But the story of Sam Darnold is context. He's uh, been expected to thrive. In really bad circumstances, horrible, horrific circumstances. And that's really the context and the key when it comes to Sam Tartle. Currently, live scores going on um, in bowl game action. Now, the Sun Bowl, 18th ranked UCLA, taking on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh leaves 31 to 28, fourth and six. Looks like they're going to punt the ball. Uh, about six minutes left in that ball game. Take it away, Philip. I'm sure you got a couple others here. Um,
3: well, it's looking. I, they just showed a UCLA player on the training table, looking like he was in pain. I believe it was their quarterback. It was a quick glimpse. Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah, I think it was him. It was quick. So don't quote us on that. But that's who it literally it just like. happened. Yeah, yeah. It, it happened, and then as I turned my head, it, it was gone. So, the, but the other game's going on right now. The Gator Bowl. South Carolina's beating Notre Dame at halftime. Twenty four to seventeen Rank and matchup. Yeah. And then in the Arizona Bowl, the game that's on Barstool, I don't even know how to find a game on <laughs> Barstool. Uh just started the second quarter there and Wyoming is up on Ohio at fourteen to That's a post Christmas bowl game.
1: <laughs> Wyoming and Ohio. In the Arizona bowl.
3: That like why wasn't that played <laughs> on like December the second? Yeah. I mean,
1: oh my Wyoming and Ohio is Horrible. A couple of quick final scores from last night. We talked about this yesterday. The uh, underrated team beat the overrated team. I called this 12th-ranked Washington beating 21st-ranked Texas 27-20. No surprise there in the Alamo Bowl. And Then the Cheez-It Bowl, 13th-ranked Florida State. Edges went out over Oklahoma 35-32. to 32. Some interesting stuff there. Um, any other things? Where could Derek Carr land in 2023? What do you think, guys? Ooh, uh,
2: we keep—I know we keep throwing the Panthers around, but
1: eh? ah, I don't think they make that mistake anymore. They've been there and done that. Okay, yeah, the problem is you're gonna have to trade for them and take that contract. Who wants? Yeah, who wants to do that? Maybe I'm trying to think of teams that would want it. Maybe yeah. the Colts. I mean, the Colts—they
2: yeah. seem to be a quick fix quarterback type of t- franchise. I lately. tend to believe
1: they're a quarterback away. I mean, Derek Carr. I mean. I think he's a step over up over Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. I Phil do. Rivers. Also. But uh it's another deal with the Colts where did they want to take that chance again? I mean, they've done it three times in a row. What's yeah. the
2: alternative? Is there anyone in the draft this year like when it falls to their pick? Nobody's a be? sure
1: thing in the draft any year, but See, that's there's what no I'm generational type quarterback in this draft. Yeah. Bryce Andrew Young, Luck, CJ and Stroud. Yeah. Here. yeah. Or like a Joe Burrow or anything like that. So Maybe you take a chance on that guy, make him a bridge quarterback. The problem is you're going to have to eat that uh, that contract, and I don't know who's going to be willing yeah. to do that. Maybe either.
3: the I don't I don't know. The problem is I don't have everybody's con you know cap space in front of me. But is this some
1: stupid move the Jets make? Wait, when is I, I can see it. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the Jets would be the team to do that. Fair. Jets always pick a guy like an overrated guy in the draft, though. That's, That's all, true. Like the week of the draft, all of a sudden this quarterback. Uh, media pundits are claiming to be a top five, like top five draft pick talent, like Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold, and the Jets always take a chance on those guys. So I'm saying that guy's going to be the Florida quarterback, and the Jets <laughs> will end up with him. <laughs>
3: That's a good point. Yeah.
1: When is
2: Daniel Jones'
1: contract up? He, this this year, year, he's a
2: free agent. This so year. I, maybe the Giants.
1: I, if you're going to get Derek Carr, you might as well just sign Daniel Jones, right? Yeah, uh, as well just think keep him, and it'll difference. be cheaper. Yeah, it's
3: cheaper. It's really not that much of a difference. The
1: the quarterback free agent class is not great besides Lamar, and I guess you can say Tom Brady, but there's a lot of bodies. There's a lot of bodies, a lot of experienced quarterbacks, and then you have a lot of bodies in this draft. It's not the best draft class or quarterback class in the draft, but there's a lot of guys that guys are going to be – or teams are going to be willing to take a chance on. All right, coming up, i got a fun segment. Uh, Obviously, we know there's a lot of different teams join the AAC – as we're getting ready for conference expansion. Uh, I saw this list here. A lot of interesting names of players joining the AAC next year. We'll have some fun with that coming up on a Freeball Friday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show right here on the flagship station, ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming
0: up. Is on your flagship home of Pirate football, Woo! 94.3 The Game optimum business
5: is here with 24 7 business customer support get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig learn more at optimum.com slash business new business customers only price includes auto discount additional restrictions taxes and fees apply visit website for details
7: I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefits specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville & Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs, whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at Robuxstaffing.com.
5: Your future's only a connection away with Optimum Business Secure Internet. Get speeds up to one gig and improve 24-7 support to bring growth opportunities closer so you can go farther. Learn more at optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes on pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply.
0: Visit website for details. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers are available. Really <laughs> Sorry about that. I screwed it up. Let me do it again. <laughs> Podcast about the Pirates and Panthers available now online at the all new 943thegame.com. And now, have some fun, man! Back to the P Man, the Patrick Johnson Show on 943 The Game. Yeah, <laughs> baby, I like
1: it. Barstool Sports. Speaking of Barstool Sports and their Arizona Bowl, that for some reason is a post Christmas bowl. Um, They released their college football all-name team, and you'll be surprised to find out a lot of future AAC members uh, have players on the all-name team. We're going to start here with Charlotte, um, an offensive lineman named Panda Askew. We like that, Panda Askew? I'm not loving it. That doesn't scream football to me. It's
2: not like a general booty or anything. John David
1: Booty back
3: in the day? No, there's a guy now named General Booty, he's a backup quarterback. like Oklahoma, 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 right? yeah. Yeah. Or Storm
2: Duck. Yeah, but, uh, or what was that one guy, Dakotas Crawford? Yeah, Dakotas. Nobody, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Nobody's yeah obviously,
1: he's on the all-name team. There's one that's currently in the AAC out of Tulane, Fat Watts. Yeah, wide receiver. Watts. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Uh, another one, North Texas uh, offensive lineman. I'm not too sure why he's on this list. Damian Smallwood. I don't know why he's on I mean, the all name team. You can find a better I mean, one. I
3: guess Smallwood, but like there's it's other cool players named. Cole Smallwood. Na- it's cool.
1: Is it a cool name? That's kind uh, of a cool I'm, I'm going say no. It's. It not. seems like a randomly generated like NCAA college football name. Like yeah. I just recruited Damien Smallwood from Hosky, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. A couple of other guys on the defensive side of the football, defensive line out of UAB, Fish McWilliams.
3: I like Fish McWilliams. When, That's kind of cool.
1: When they bring back the Fish McBites. <laughs> at McDonald's, he needs an NIL deal. Yeah, of course. We're all worried about NIL deals. Fish McWilliams, a lot of stuff you can do there. Long John Silver's. Okay. okay. Yeah, a lot of different things. Captain D's. Is Captain D's even a big franchise? Well, hey, know. what was it last night that we? It was about it? it was popping. Is it Lent yeah. or something like that right now? I don't you don't know, know Philip. Is it Lent? No, it's not within
2: forty days of Easter. No, it's not. Okay. Lent. <laughs> See, yeah, I it's didn't not, grow up yeah. Catholic. But hey, maybe people are just liking Captain D's now. I, uh-huh. I reckon
1: I've never been. Never been. I've never been either. Yeah. Couple of other names here. Uh, we got out of North Texas defensive back, first name Mo, last name Billity. Mobility. I like it. I that's, that's, that's kind one. of funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, he, what is his parents thinking? They knew yeah, what they were doing there. They did. Couple of jokesters. Come on, this is a kid's life. You animals. You monsters. Hey,
3: it's okay. I had a friend that she was when she was in college. Her RA's name was Tree Branch. So uh, th- what? Those parents, yeah, those parents knew what they were doing too. So that's the point. Like, yeah. What are you thinking when you do this to your kids?
1: I uh, went to school with a girl whose first name was spelled like tequila, but it was uh, pronounced tequila. Shout out to tequila. Tequila. That's, in- that's interesting. But when they would sure. read, like when you have a substitute teacher in and they would rate like do like um, roll call or whatever attendance, they would always say tequila and it would bother her so much. See, so, yeah, you're setting the kid up to have that
2: moment where they're bothered. That's what's like yeah. getting me about
1: it. Now, this is my favorite UTSA defensive back. This is the best one. I say the best one for last. Okay. First name Pig, last name Cage. Pig Cage. I like it. That sounds like a I'm punk. am it. That sounds like a punk song.
2: Pig Cage. I'm in the pig cage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, kind of does. That's grungy.
1: Yeah. I'm in the pig cage, trying to find myself in the cow stable. I don't know. There's ah, something that, that there's, wasn't very good. There's yeah, something. It's something there's see, you don't understand art, Chris. You're the least artsy person I've ever met. Oh, what? You're just a you're a square. Okay. You're a straight up square. I'm gonna disagree. See, like man. pig cage represent. Never mind. I'm not gonna get into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple other fun names outside the AAC here. We got Parker Titsworth, um, defensive lineman for Ohio, playing in the Barstool Bowl right here. Offensive lineman, excuse me, Parker Titsworth. That's a big hit. I that's like a good him. one. That's I would say one. he's the MVP of the all ta- uh, all-time uh, name team this year. Uh, a couple other good ones. I like Boogie Knight. Oh, that's Boogie that, Knight that, is that, that's awesome. That's the best one. That's the best one. Wide receiver is that Miami of Ohio? That is Miami of Ohio. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie Knight might be. That might be the all-time. That that might be cooler than
3: Dakota's crop. Well. It's cooler in a different way than Dakotas Crawford. The
1: coldest Crawford got NIL deals from HVAC companies, what was all which was awesome. Okay it but- does
2: help. Imagine this guy Boogie Knight. Like, let's say he makes it to the NFL and he gets his own like entrance and stuff. Let's say he's one of the superstars that gets their own entrance. Imagine Boogie Knight's playing the players over get their, their own th-
1: entrance.
3: Yeah, man. Ray Lewis was famous for his like, he, like he's saying, you know, normally they'll introduce either the offense or the defensive starters at home, and Ray Lewis had his little dance that he did. Yeah,
1: so right,
2: imagine yeah. this guy Boogie Knight comes out to the song Boogie Knights. Imagine what? he comes
3: out to that, and he's the whitest dude ever, and has no rhythm at all. That's even better. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's, that's why That, better,
1: that yeah. makes it even better. Yeah, he could like prolong like a, a comedic career. Yeah, out it's of got that. comedic value. When he scores a touchdown, he does like a little like boogie uh, nights. He <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to play that going the break. He does like a little like corny disco dance. The one where you point to the ground, you point up. We are playing a little, it going a little to break. Sh- Saturday Night Fever. There you go. Obviously, we got uh, one of the better running backs in the country out of Auburn, Tank Bigsby. Is up there, Cavassier. Smoke running back for Kentucky. That's a pretty cool one. Um, another one, tight end at Rice. Oh, that I forgot that one. Rice is also coming to the AAC. We got Jaeger Bull.
3: Jaeger Bull. Jaeger Bull. I can
1: I can get on board with Jaeger Bull. Jaeger Bull is pretty neat. Pretty neat. I hope these guys play so we can like hear Jeff Charles say their name in a game. Hopefully, when they're not scoring, but like yeah. for just whatever reason.
2: Yes, yeah, for the feel dropped like- pass. I feel like most of these guys I never really see him play, but I feel like I saw the General Booty guy play, and I was no. like, oh, my no, God, it's General Booty. he's a Booty. backup quarterback. Uh, Storm
3: okay. Duck is the only one you've probably – him and Dakotas Crawford actually does play. Does
1: he go to does he get Oregon Storm Duck? Where does no, he, go he was in Carolina. That's right. But he's D- in D- the portal. D-O-C. I don't know where he's going now. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon he's got to go to Oregon, man. Yeah, you talk about NIL opportunities there. I mean, that's yeah. perfect. We got Tiger Shanks, offensive lineman at UNLV. That <laughs> just sounds like a prison name. Yo, I'm, I'm Tiger Shanks. That, yeah, that's a yeah. good name. Don't want to mess with me. I'm the muscle.
3: This is off topic, but DTR is heading to the locker room for UCLA. So DTR, they're down six right now.
1: Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah, he had three picks out. on the day, I believe. Not yeah, a good day for Dorian Thompson Robinson. Another one of those guys who draft media pundits think could be a dominant in the rough in the draft with a draft that uh, is littered with quarterback talent that are not necessarily generational talents. Yeah. I, there was a name that was worthy right there. I, I got to see it again, but it was a wild name. Repl- Bangalee Kamara? Is that who's starting for Pitt now? At what position? It was numbers 11. Oh. Bangalee like, Kamara. Like, probably a wide receiver. Sounds like a wide receiver. We got Wing Green, Georgia Tech, offensive lineman. Oh, this one might – you might hit the dump button. No, 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 because no, this is a name. This is a name. Okay, we're, we're establishing that right now. This it's is a, a name. name. Yes. I'm going to say it real fast. Shittasilla.
2: Ah, okay, that's a good one. That's Shittasilla,
1: defensive lineman at Boston College. Uh, I like this one. Hot Rod Fitton, defensive lineman at South Carolina. Hey, South you, by the way, Bengali Kamara is a linebacker at Pitt. I, I guess he got hurt. Is he subbing in? They I don't know. Flashed he put, it on ESPN. I think they were reviewing him for targeting. Uh, maybe I don't there know. There we go. That might. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's got to be. We got Power Nichols, linebacker at UNC. We got Bumper Pool, linebacker at Arkansas. Uh, that one's eye. Right. You know
3: what that reminds me of? Okay, you know how there were bumper cars when we were kids, but in uh-huh. some places had the little bumper boats. Wasn't there? That thing was a bumper
1: pool. Isn't there bumpers and pool?
2: I actually don't know. The
1: bumper uh, is, yeah. The, no,
3: that's the rail. Uh,
1: I, I feel like there's a bumper in pool. No, like that's, a game bu- of pool. that's uh, like billiards? No, it's pool. Not billiards. You, What are you, but from the, the, but, 60s?
3: But, but my point is that's what you're talking about. You're not talking about like swimming. You're not talking about like, Michael Phelps. Pool. Bumper
1: about, like, pool is a cue sport played on a pool table. Oh, so oh yeah. It's so legit it's, a sport. I didn't even know that. Oh, it's yeah, it's there, a type yeah. of pool then. Okay. Yeah, it's a type of pool. didn't know that. I thought it was like an object in pool. The Coltis Crawford is up here twice. I guess he plays a little bit of defensive back and wide receiver as well. Wow, Um, this
2: guy can just do it all. He's got a cool name, plays both
1: sides of the ball. This is the uh, defensive all-name MVP for Barstool. We got the Wyoming defensive back who's probably playing in the Barstool Bowl as we speak right now, and Buck Coors, like a Coors Light, Buck Coors. Uh, the right. most country name I've ever heard. Honestly,
3: yeah. It's, you know I know you say it's all right, Chris. When you think about it, he plays for Wyoming. Chris. Chris he plays for Wyoming, which is which Laramie, Wyoming is not that far from
1: Colorado, where Coors was founded. Chris is no fun. It's Buck. And what is there to do in Wyoming other than hunt and ski? He's the most country guy. I can imagine that guy wearing like an ice jacket. He's got his jeans on. He's got his boots. He's got his cowboy hat. He's hitting the bar, ordering a Coors Light. Yeah, really nah, Coors time. Banquet. He's a real man. He's yeah. a real Coors Banquet. He's smoking. Uh, he's smoking heaters. What's wrong with Coors Light, Philip? No, I'm <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm you not enough. a huge Coors Light fan for some reason. All I, lo- right. I love Coors Light. I, but I love Banquet. I don't like Light, but it's I like good banquet. cheap option. I'm not gonna even say it's a good beer. You know, it's not a great beer when like their whole selling point is it's really cold. <laughs> that's Coors Light's yeah, whole yeah, selling point. You. We're really cold. Well, that's because they shipped it cold.
3: That's why you couldn't buy it east of the Mississippi for so long because they shipped their beer look cold. At that's See, why. See, that's not that's not a random fact because that's why they made the movie Smokey and the Bandit. That's why they
2: had to drive to Tex- Arcana, come, Texas or Canada. Texas. Another Coors. That's a ran- That is a random fact. Dude. There's, lay- there's layers. There's layers
1: of Phillips uh, logic here. There's layers of Phillips reasoning here. now Coors Light, their whole selling point, it's cold. We're on a cold mountain. I don't even think they drink beer in the commercial They're just like I'm climbing a cold mountain. It's really it's cold. Funny thing is
3: is Golden Colorado is not even in the mountains. It's like the base of the mountains. It's before you get to uh, the here mountains. Here we go with
1: another fact. <laughs> Phil, the king of uh random facts. You need to
2: write one of those books. It's like 101 like useless facts. Right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, one of those, like, books you read on the toilet or they, a nice, like, coffee table they book. They sell
2: it like, the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> yeah. That's one like, of those you
3: read on a plane because you're finally tired of listening to the same playlist four times. That's, like, that's well. a
1: Kramer book if I ever heard one. Oh, yeah, like the coffee table book. That yeah, turns that's into a coffee of, yeah. table, uh-huh. yeah. That's a Kramer book for sure. Well, that's <laughs> going to do it for our Free Ball Friday segment here. having a little bit of fun here on the Patrick Johnson Show as so we get ready to new, ve- new Year's. Next, speaking of New Year's, we'll talk a little bit about the New Year's Six Bowls. And uh, the college football playoffs as we get you set for a fun New Year's Eve weekend right here on the Patrick Johnson Show.
0: More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game.
5: Hi, Eastern North Carolina. Dave Jordan here with WITN News. WITN is committed to bringing you the truth. At WITN, we know the story before we tell you the story. IT'S BEEN AN HONOR FOR ME TO SERVE THE EASTERN NORTH CAROLINA COMMUNITY THE LAST 25 YEARS AND I LOOK FORWARD TO MANY MORE TO COME. JOIN ME, DAVE JORDAN, WEEKDAYS AT 5.30, 6.00 AND 11.00 ON WITN, THE MOST WATCHED AND MOST TRUSTED NEWS IN ALL OF EASTERN CAROLINA have you had a colonoscopy if you're between the ages of 45 and 75 you need to be screened regularly for colorectal cancer dr philip goldstein at carolina digestive diseases and endoscopy center wants to keep you healthy dr goldstein provides treatment and quality care for all gi needs just call the office at 252-758-8181 appointments are always available within five business days hi this is dr philip goldstein reminding you that a
7: colonoscopy can save your life visit our website cddgastro.com and come see us at carolina
4: and digestive diseases. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing
0: Service
5: subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One hour loan approval and same day cash in most circumstances, exceptions may apply.
6: Attention duck hunters, Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop just outside of Greenville is the premier shop for all your duck hunting supplies and is a Benelli, Stoger, and Franchi shotgun dealer. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop carries the most sought-after duck loads, such as Kent Fast Steel 2.0, Heavy Steel and Heavy Metal, Federal Black Cloud, Remington Nitro Steel and Hypersonic, Winchester Blindside and Royal Blue Steel, and Chokes by Patternmaster and Carlson. They also carry green headgear decoys by Avery, Mojo Motorized Decoys, Decoy Weights and Cord, Avery Blinds and Real Grass. Greenville Marine has a great selection on banded waders, clothing, and much more everything you need for a successful duck hunt all under one roof. so why go anywhere else head to greenville marine outdoor shop just outside of greenville on marine drive beside greenville marine greenville marine outdoor shop is open monday through friday 8 30 to 5 30 and saturday 8 30 to 12 30 everything you need for duck hunting at greenville marine outdoor shop
0: fire for and-
6: Fire your friend in the car business at Fireford in
5: Lincoln and ECU alumni. I'm excited about the ECU football season and I want to wish the pirates great success and a great season. Here's some limited savings for you pirate fans. Mention this ad and save 500 dollars off any new or used vehicle at any location. Stop by and William at the region, and always
0: I open online at FireFord.com. Let's go to pirates. Your friend in the car business. And now the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on Ninety Four Three the Game.
1: Sing it, Chris.
0: Don't stop thinking fast right
1: Oh come on. You can, <laughs> yeah, you put your heart into it the one time I heard you sing it. Is karaoke a thing on New Year's? I feel like it is. Yeah, I think I sang a couple of years ago on New Year's. That was. What did you sing? I'm I'm interested to see what that song. Was bad.
3: We were singing like David Allen Co songs. It See, wasn't. Now, a, it wasn't in a bar. It was like uh, my friend Davis, who was my roommate at the time, got a uh, shout out to Davis. He's yeah, probably listening right now. Oh is. yeah, what's up, Davis? I know he's listening. Well, he 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 didn't have to go into work today. He was able to work from home, so who knows? He's probably hanging out watching bowl games. But anyways, he got a karaoke thing for Christmas one time, and uh, me and his friend Walker were uh, were like. Getting into it on New Year's.
1: Mine would be uh, Mr. Brightside That'd by The Killers. Yeah. yeah, okay. Everybody can get down with some Mr. Brightside. What yeah. would be yours, Chris, like if you had to pick one karaoke song?
2: Uh, that one that I sang in the Metaverse the other night, the one from Step Brothers, the Catalina Wine
1: Mixer. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've been, like, practicing that on the Metaverse. Oh, yeah, are, uh, huh? yeah, Oh, I'm a king in the Metaverse uh, <laughs> karaoke bars. What would be yours, Philip? Ooh, I don't know. Like if you had to pick one song in karaoke.
3: I'd probably do like an old country song because at least if you kind of like, yeah you, you know, don't have, have unique pipes, voice really. yeah so I I would choose like a
1: country boys can't survive
3: <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly I'd have to pick like a halfway funny song like um, by no it's uh oh you know like Little uh, George Strait uh, there. i would be honest you like uh like Uneasy Rider two by Charlie Daniels just because it's so funny people would be laughing at the lyrics so much that they wouldn't even care you could if you do stunk. Devil Went
1: Down to Georgia there Everybody you go oh I love Charlie Daniels yeah. Yeah. R I P yeah. to the goat. Oh, I didn't even – see. That's how little I know about uh, that kind of stuff. I know he passed. I thought he was around. <laughs> you know
3: what's funny? My dad saw this thing, Chris, one time. You're gonna, This is going to make you mad. Okay. And I, I was mad at this. It said top one hit wonder artists of all time. And
2: do, do not tell me that Charlie Daniels was on that. He was. Oh my he God. The devil on went
3: that. down to Georgia. He yeah, to yeah, that. Don't
2: don't speak blasphemy in this. Yeah, I know studio. you're on air.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You scrub. Yeah. No. I'm. I. I. It made me pretty mad too. Uh, Eddie Money is an underrated pick. You know, you could do Tickets to Paradise. I mean, everybody can get down with that. Take Pretty me easy, home tonight. Take me home tonight. See, that was flat. You suck. That was great. That's, dude. It, that was flat. All right, Mr. Vocalist, with that crappy uh, rendition of Don't Stop, by uh, Fleetwood Mac coming in.
2: Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. See, so you're telling me that's not good?
3: Can't, you know what he can't do? He you're flat. You're music. flat. The no. reason why he can't sing 80s music is because they were famous in the 80s for their hair. Yeah, well, no, And Chris doesn't oh, have that's any. That's
1: a cheap shot. Well, this well, thing shot. in the 80s, you had to be a good singer. Like That was the whole basis of a lot of songs. And have good hair, and Chris ain't got none. Here's one. We're no strangers to love. Oh, I sang that on Metaverse
2: last night, actually. You
1: know the rules. And so do Come on, Chris. And so, so do I. I.
2: A full commitment I.
1: Yeah. There we go. Anyways, yeah, have fun with karaoke on New Year's, I guess. Anyways, we're talking New Year's Six Bulls here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Here to wrap it up on a free ball Friday. Ben B. Baby Byron filling in for the P-Man. I'll be filling in Monday as well, I found out, on a New Year's special. filled um, the ref Pilkington alongside me. Chris Cook on the ones and twos with the terrible pipe. I know he's got it in him. I've seen it. He's just, like, hamming it up right now, all nervous. This is your big moment, dude. Man, You're no blowing one wants it. to hear me sing. You're blowing it. We're trying to start a band.
2: We are trying to start a band. If anyone's interested,
1: yeah, we need a drummer.
2: Oh my goodness, we
1: need a drummer, big time. Well, okay, I'm
3: going to go back to watching this bowl game now.
1: New Year's Six bowls. Uh, obviously, we got an AAC member playing on one on uh, January 2nd, 16th ranked Tulane playing 10th ranked USC and Lincoln Riley in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, currently, the uh, Trojans favored by two points with the over/under at 63. Uh, the Heisman winner, Caleb Williams, playing in that game. Tajay Spears, one of the most underrated um, running backs in the country, uh, the leading rusher coming into that game out of both teams. Uh, rushed for 1,376 yards and 15 rushing touchdowns this year, and he was the AAC player of the year. I think Keaton got snubbed a little bit, but Tajay, I mean, obviously they got the success. They're in a the New Year's Six Bowl. I understand it. I completely understand it. Um, picks for that one, Tulane and USC.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to go USC. The one thing that's gonna keep Tulane in this is their ability to run the ball and their ability to stay disciplined. They're committing under 35 penalty yards a game. They're yeah. eighth in the country in that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it gets a little. It's a little too big for them though. I like every year six. Game. I like
1: Tulane. They got the quarterback. They always have the trenches figured out. Willie Fritz, a very good experienced head coach, um, and then they got Tajay Spears, a dynamic playmaker. I like their gritty defense. I'm taking Tulane to shock the world. Who do you got, Chris?
2: I'll say Tulane just because I want to root for the American.
1: There we go. And they're sticking around too. Yeah, so, so all, the hey, reasons, all, yeah. all the power to them. Beat them up. <laughs> all the more reason to root for them. We got the Rose Bowl game between 11th-ranked Penn State and 8th-ranked Utah. Um, the Utes always get picked as like this dark horse like college football playoff like team every single year and always come up short. Um, I'm going to go with Penn State. Penn State's used to big-time environments. Um they haven't had the best year this year, but I think they're more fit for prime time than Utah.
3: Well, Penn State's got two losses this year.
1: One's to Ohio State,
3: who's in the college football playoff. The other one's to Michigan, who's in the college football exactly, playoff. Exactly, yeah. Utah ain't in the college football playoff. Yeah. They're 10 0 when playing teams not in the college football playoff. Cam
1: like Riza, not a bad uh, all-name team. Uh, I think he deserves a go. mention there. Cam Riza. Honorable mention. Honorable mention, Utah quarterback. Who do we got in that one, Chris? I'll go with Penn State. Not bad, not bad. They're favored. They're favored, so you took a favorite, and you took a guy. That, uh, you took underdog so far. Getting into the uh, bigger games here in the Sugar Bowl, ninth rank Kansas State and fifth rank Alabama. Alabama favored by a touchdown with the over/under at fifty-six. I'm taking Bama all day in that one. Same here. Yeah, Bama. No surprise that, that's there. That's easy. That's just an easy one. Come on. No analysis for that one. Then the big time, the college football playoff uh, tonight. We got one
3: tonight. Orange Bowl.
1: That's right. That's the right. ultimate
3: Orange Bowl of two orange teams.
1: Uh, we got Clemson and Tennessee. Clemson. Tennessee. Uh Tennessee's quarterback's hurt.
2: I'm going Clemson. Clemson, Tennessee.
1: Tennessee. This is bigger for them than it is for Clemson, I think.
2: Okay, when you lose the since me and Philip voted the same and you different, when you lose you got to shave your
1: head. What? He stopped, dude. He stopped. <laughs> All right, what if you lose? I'll shave my head as well. Yeah, he's bald by the way, <laughs> people. He's bald. Well, I'm taking Tennessee. It matters more for them. You talk about the quarterback. Well, Clemson's down to their backups. It's not like they've been great at the quarterback position this year, so it evens out. It's even Steven, baby. Um, Then looking at the college football playoff games, obviously we got second-ranked Michigan undefeated, taking on a one-loss TCU team, third-ranked team in the country. I'm taking Michigan all day. That's like my lock.
3: Uh, I think Michigan, but it's close. Hurry up, Chris.
1: Oh, wait, what? Say Mi- it again? Oh, my God. He's not Mi- even paying attention. Oh, Michigan, Michigan. There you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Then the big one, Georgia-Ohio State. I'm taking Georgia. That's easy, Georgia. Easy pick. Ohio St- All right, there we go. It's going to do it for us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Special thanks to Chris Cook, Patrick Johnson, and Phil DeRuff Pilkington. We'll be back at it with a uh, post-New Year special on Monday right here on the Flag Station of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Go, Pirates.
4: your family, and the health of all who live in Eastern North
2: Carolina. This is about the transformation of a health system into something more powerful and more human, about creating new ways to treat disease and
3: keep you well.